Celtic mythology is full of strange and wonderful stories unlike the tales of ancient Greek divinities and heroes that most of us grew up with. Among them, one theme that seems to repeatedly appear is the power of women in a world of men and how men should never take women for granted. And for that particular matter. There's a favorite story from ancient Ireland that tells how a goddess in human form made the warriors of her tribe pay for their lack of sympathy for pregnant women. There was once a lonely widower who lived in the mountains of Morn in Ireland. Cruniach was his name and was such a good farmer who had a terrible misfortune with the loss of his wife, leaving him with three young children and no way to take good care of them. His house was always in disarray, and every day he had to get up and leave his young children to go and work in the fields, knowing that this was no way for them to be normally raised, but he had no other option. When he came home from a long day at work, Kroniak opened the door expecting to see the usual shambles, but to his astonishment the house was neat as a pin, the children all clean and quiet and a beautiful woman was sitting by the fire. The woman told him her name was Maka, and she had decided to be his wife. Not being the one to argue with such unexpected fortune, Kroniak immediately settled into married life. The legend says that the mysterious woman went to the house of the man and circled stones outside his house three times before choosing him to become her husband, then decided she wanted a family on her own and that's how she ended up on the doorstep of the farmer and made her proposal. She would bring wealth, prosperity and abundance to his household but in return she wanted a quiet life to live out her days undisturbed, so all he had to do was to promise her secrecy and respect. Maka was a perfect wife to him as she always kept the house clean. The farmer was not aware that the young maiden was a goddess, he only knew she was a woman of the other world by the way she moved, she could run so swiftly that her feet barely touched the ground but she never made any fuss over this, only going about her life as a wife and mother. Many years went by and the man's household prospered as Maha had promised it would, she brought so much abundance and wealth into his life, love even bloomed and she soon became pregnant. Because of the reputation he started to gain, Kroniak rose in status and began to receive invitations for them both to attend multiple festivities but his wife always declined. Soon enough, the legendary king of Ulster Kornhovar was hosting a great feast and had invited important guests from near and far to celebrate his purchase of a fine new team of chariot horses. One of these guests was Kroniak himself, but before heading to the feast Maka took him aside and warned him not to speak of her in any way, not to brag about her or he would bring disaster down upon them. The man promised that he would not make any boast regarding his wife then went to the celebration. Throughout the feast, Kroniak was drinking along with the others but he remembered Maka's warning. So when the other men began boasting about the beauty and the cooking of their wives, the farmer bit his tongue. But when the king boasted that no creature in Ireland was faster than his new horses, Kroniak couldn't keep his mouth shut and bragged how swift his wife was that she could outrun these horses and beat them in a race. Annoyed by this claim until patience exhausted, King Connor ordered his men to seize the boastful farmer and demanded that he send for his wife, and if she did not come to prove the truth of his statement, he would pay the price of this with his life. Men were sent to Kroniak's house, and Maka being heavily pregnant protested that so much efforts would endanger her life, but upon learning what had happened at the feast, and now knowing what are the consequences, she had no choice but to accept the contest with a bad grace as she was brought before the king of Ulster. 
She begged him to consider her condition and postpone the race until she had given birth and had some time to recover. But King Connor had been brooding on the insult the farmer had given him, refused her plea and forced her to compete. Now running out of options, Maka turned to all warriors of Ulster and asked them to interfere on her behalf while reminding them that each one of them was born of a woman and that it was not right for them to put her in this position. However none of them stepped forward for her. None of them would plead for her to the king because they were only eager to see the boastful farmer get what he deserved. However, something about Maka had given King Connor pause, because before starting the race he had his charioteer strip back all the decorations on his chariot till it was barely a plank of wood with wheels, as light as it could possibly be. The course was marked out and the seemingly unequal race begun with Connor racing his matched horses that ran as swift as the wind, pulling him so fast as if he was flying. But if the king raced as fast as the wind, Maka was running even faster, outpacing the wind itself along with the horses despite her condition. But the exertion had taken its toll, and she went into labor then began to scream in the agony of her labor pains. She crossed the finish line with her belly protruding in front of the noses of the king's horses. Having won the race and thus saving her husband's life, Maka collapsed onto the grass and gave birth to twins in the rush of blood then gathered them into her arms, but before disappearing and never to be seen again, she found the strength to issue a terrible curse upon all warriors of the province. For failing to use their strength to defend a woman in her time of need, Maka screamed at the king and his warriors that their strength would become useless to them. Whenever they would need it the most, when danger would threaten the very survival of the province in the hour of their greatest peril they would fall into the pangs of birth for five days and four nights, and would be left as vulnerable as a woman in the throes of childbirth. From that day her curse held for nine generations, each fighting man of Ulster, as soon as he was old enough to grow a beard would immediately come under the curse. Whenever danger came upon the province ever since, the Ulster men would collapse in terrible labor pains. This is what we see many years later in the Ulster cycle with Connor still ruling the province, the curse of Maha would strike at the heart of the province in the most famous tale of the cattle raid of Cooley. When time came for Queen Maeve of Connet to invade, the Ulster men were struck down with feebleness and couldn't defend their home. Only a single warrior, the semi-divine hero Ku Hullen emerged to defend the province and subsequently became the most famous warrior in Ireland. Although there is not definitive proofs to point out until which generation the curse prevailed, it shows nonetheless that Maha as the goddess of the land and sovereignty could have been vengeful if disrespected. And from that day forth, the fort of the king of Ulster was known as Owen Marha which means the twins of Marha, and the name Navan Fort would later become the term used when referring to the ancient location with Navan being the anglicization of Emain. However, the importance of the goddess went much further locally for the county of Armagh. At the royal site of Owen Marha, home of the most ancient kings and queens of Ulster, history and myth seamlessly merge in a cycle of conflict, heroism and spirituality. Even its name is taken from the achievement of a Celtic divinity and probably the only site in the Celtic world which is still so honored. Hopefully you had a good time watching this video. And if you have any thoughts you want to share with me or anybody else, do feel free to do so in the comment down below. And as always, stay curious.